Ampies, I'm doing a quick intro on my phone. That's how quick this is going to be. Today, we are discussing The Vampire Diaries, Season 5, Episode 9, The Cell, you know, like the J-Lo movie. Fuck, I don't have a description open. Damn you, Google. In The Cell, Damon is trapped by Dr. Wes and realizes scary things about his past. Yep, that's what happens in the episode. Enjoy. Fucking do it. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we somehow have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing The Vampire Diaries, Season 5, Episode 9, The Cell. Beautiful yes. enunciation. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can tell Unique those exercises really worked. <laughs> We're all really working on our diction tonight. And I think it's going to be a beautiful app. <laughs> You'll all understand us. No one will be talking too fast. That's for sure. <laughs> we would. Never. <laughs> NPR. We should try to do like an NPR vibe. Like, hey guys, what a fun episode of The Vampire Diaries. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Our game I don't got think this is the episode for that. <laughs> Immediately with a terrible bit that no one wants. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. I also just slapped my mic, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> Classic Jill. <laughs> Jill, do you not slap your mic every episode? I don't. No, no, she's very tender with it. It's me. I'm, I'm the one who hits mine a lot. I'm Slapping an angel. The, mic. <laughs> <laughs> the visual bits. The visual bits. I did. Sl- I did slap in the bass, guys. But yes, as I was trying to ask, mm-hmm. Jill. Yes. How did you feel to be watching this episode? Of the Vampire Diaries. You know, um, you guys were so excited. So I was, I was really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it was, it was fine. It's okay, because fine. we were excited to see someone and then we did not yeah. realize how little of someone there was in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling yeah. that was probably the case. It has a lot of your guy, though, Latoya. So I, I already <laughs> said I can't do the bit anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna force yeah. it. <laughs> no, why are you so mean to me? I'm gonna also force it. It's too, out of love. It's really funny. <laughs> it's out of love for bits that he's we must like, do this. It's like he's especially bad in this episode, as we know the ADR that has to be done to work around how bad he is. It's rough, guys. You know how I, I talk about Stephen R. McQueen not being able to pull off the material? Are they it's- ever in a scene together? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like too dangerous to have them on camera at the same time. <laughs> like everybody watching would fall asleep. <laughs> there would be petitions. But he had a gun this episode. So, And Jeremy's really strong. <laughs> guns yeah, versus Jeremy guns, Strong, now. you know. <laughs> Jeremy Strong. <laughs> um, 
it's weird with with him because, like, um, obviously, we've said a lot of things on the show, but a lot of actors and their performances that I'm sure will haunt me uh, long into uh, my life. But um, this show has not seemed embarrassed of a character before and and a performance. And it does feel like the show is self-conscious about how badly Aaron's coming off and they're trying to show him like like the coverage in the scenes is all weird. Like as much of it is on his scene partner as like as possible always. It yeah. was really bizarre. When when our fave, Dr. Wesley Max, is explaining <laughs> everything to him, the way that scene is edited, it deserves the Oscar along with Bohemian Rhapsody for yes. most editing. <laughs> I'll be honest, I mostly zoned out during that scene because I was like, I don't care. <laughs> a lot of back yeah. coverage and ADR to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Do- again, Dr. Wesley Max, he did it all for <laughs> he did it all for this boy. His boy who became his guardian last year. This adult boy. <laughs> this is a conservatorship. And as I said in the chat, free Aaron. <laughs> Hashtag free Aaron. <laughs> Hashtag free Aaron. When when Wes Maxfield is, like, the go-to guy to carry the scene, when he's the safe hands you're putting the power of the scene in, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. But, Jill, do you have anything more to say about the episode other than, you know, yeah. the parts we okay. were not excited about? <laughs> yeah. Um. It just, it feels so silly. It's kind of like... We don't know what to do, so let's just shove all of this exposition in this one episode for Damon, because mm-hmm. what else are we going to do? <laughs> what um, do you think of this for Damon, this flashback plot slash current thing he's still doing? <laughs> sure. Why not? You know, it gives him something else to do. It does. What do you think of him being a serial killer? Still. Not, not a reformed serial killer. Still a serial killer as of months ago. That He's reveal was so funny. <laughs> when they revealed he killed the Whitmore like a few months ago, I was like, oh my God. I mean, we were together a few months ago and he's like, yeah, it was a great summer, huh? <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? Unbelievably funny. You won't see us uh, chastising Damon for this one. <laughs> no, this is very funny of him. They thread the needle so nowhere. beautifully. Everything yep. in this episode is just out of nowhere. And it's what, the ninth episode? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Stefan never looked for him and he didn't look for Stefan and he was killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so obsessed. When I, well, to talk a little bit because obviously we're staggering our recordings we alternate between the originals and the vampire diaries in the last episode of the vampire diaries caroline and elena are having a very big fight about damon repeatedly where caroline is like the person you have invited into your life and into your bed is unsafe and that is if that's your decision i respect you and you know am saying do whatever you want but do not pretend he's a, a sweet little meow meow who's never done anything wrong and elena's like i have no idea what you're talking about 
<laughs> and in this episode, he he's like, I did something bad and I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, whatever it is, you can tell me. Like, I don't care what you did to these people who tortured you. Anything's fair game. And then he admits what he did do. And she's like, oh, wait. Never mind. That's very <laughs> that's much worse than what I thought. Oh God, you please don't have done this. And it, what Caroline was right. And it's like not only that he did it once, the the fact that he made it like his life's purpose is to repeatedly exterminate an entire family, except so for funny. just enough to keep it going so that he could wipe them all out again. Great good, planning, good man. <laughs> I've never seen him have a plan work, which is like, he got the idea from Enzo. Mm -hmm. That's why it worked. That's fair. It's also Enzo's best plan ever. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's like very Count of Monte Cristo shit with like them in the cell together, like talking revenge and shit. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's uh, very silly. It's a big leap. But I already think this show is very silly. So I'm thrilled. And (laughs) Jill, uh, one more question before we move on to our, of course, initial thoughts. I mean, we've been teasing it, and you know, we're we're spoiler free, but uh, other than accidental big spoilers, like we'll mm-hmm. let you know some things. So we've been, you know, saying there's going to be a himbo coming around the mountain, yeah, mm-hmm. and that himbo has arrived, and his name is Enzo. I know. I asked on the chat. I was like, "Is this the himbo? Because he's just like sitting in a cell." Mm-hmm. For the most part. And then as soon as I said that, he started talking about the girl and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fell Could in love with a scientist studying him. Like how honey. joker of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but also, does he not sound like Keith Ledger to you guys? A little I don't know bit. if it's like the way because I know the accent's different. Mm-hmm. But the, I think it's like the way his voice sits or like mm-hmm. how he says things. I'm just like, this is Heath Ledger. Hello. Is that, <laughs> is that nice for you as a big Heath I Ledger love fan? It. Or are you like, yeah. how dare you? No, okay, no, good. I'm into so that it. is comforting to you. Yeah. It's like Heath Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, like if I was to say, if I was to give anyone like a dialect tape, and if they were to tell me, I'm going to be in, like, The Vampire Diaries, and I don't have any time to watch it, what kind of voice should I do? I'd be like, yeah, do Heath Ledger in uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's 100% the voice you should be doing. <laughs> like, independently, it was arrived at there, the accent that all of the European people on The Vampire Diaries would be doing. Yeah, and I, th- uh, I think I said in a previous episode, I believe that Michael Malarkey was of Moroccan descent. He's actually of um, Palestinian, Italian, and Irish, and British He's got oh, a wow. mishmash, yeah. Oh, wow. A lot of yeah. stuff. He's uh, a beautiful boy. Isn't he just? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's very pretty. And he's he's a sweetie. Like, he's so sweet in this episode with Damon. Like, he really saved him. Oh, he he breaks my heart when he, everything's ablazing. Mm-hmm. And his screaming for Damon to help him. So I know he's not going to be the main villain of the series, but I'm assuming he's going to be another antagonist for this season. I I cannot remember exactly everything that Enzo does this season, but I I will let you know he's going to be a little stinker for you know he's not particularly thrilled yeah. with Damon for everything that went down. Understandable, <laughs> yeah. Which also, is yeah. I was just alerted. 
Um, Michael Malarkey is currently on Big Sky, along with Jenny Nagavankar. I-, I need to catch up on that terrible, terrible wow. show. Yeah, you got to watch Big Sky. Um, oh, he is, and I love that he's singing in this episode because he is like a a pretty musical yeah. dude, and uh, that is something the show touches on every once in a very, very blue moon. And I was surprised that it was already here i was like oh look a little enzo singing like that's so nice um it's so weird the show's relationship to uh music is very interesting to me given that this is post glee now like like this was airing at the same time as glee so it is it's weird to think about that show's influence and how much it made musical numbers in TV like a thing. And the and Vampire insufferable. Diaries, <laughs> yes. And the Vampire Diaries does do that, but they're just r- significantly more restrained. Like, I mean, Caroline sang Eternal Flame. They, um, they put the a cat's cover of I'm Only Happy When It Rains just like in a scene. Like, yeah. And yeah. So, like, it's not like this show doesn't do that kind of stuff ever, but it it was interesting, like, like what it took from – it was like, we have permission to sing if we want to. Thank you, Glee. Uh, but they just don't <laughs> seem to want to very much, which is, I think, healthy and normal. As I've said before, if the show tried to do a musical episode, I'm sure Paul would quit. Paul would quit. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's just like, and then you, then we've got, on the other hand, we've got Riverdale, which they're like, Glee gave us permission to do whatever we want. And I think in some ways that's very good and unhinged. In some ways, it's not always great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, initial thoughts, Morgan, how were you feeling when you originally watched this episode? Do you remember anything? Um, I remember, I, I just remember um, Enzo. I love I love him. I love him so dang much. Uh, I remember Damon and Elena. I I think at this point I was just like, all right, if he's not killing her friends, then I guess it's fine at this point. Like, I was so tired. I was (laughs) like, I'll just, they're not, it's not ending anytime soon. So I better just like make my peace with it and try to enjoy these two actors I really like, you know, who I do think have good chemistry, uh, be hot around each other. Because it's not going to be the way that I wanted it to be, clearly. But um, who knows if I was uh, ultimately right about that or not. <laughs> uh, that's that's what I would uh, basically like all I'd say about this. I really li- I liked, I think, the, the 50s stuff and the stuff with him and Enzo. Like that felt fun and interesting to me. Like a little out of nowhere, but who gives a shit? These people have lived long lives. Uh, what about you, Latoya? What do you remember about your initial thoughts about this? Yeah, uh, I mostly remember initially uh, the Enzo uh, demo stuff because, like, especially rewatching it, it's like you get a lot of earnest Ian that you haven't gotten in a long, long time with his friendship mm-hmm. with Enzo. And I know, like, I've talked about it before in general. Uh, a lot of my Enzo issues are more just like I don't understand why they're doing certain things when they could be doing this thing. That's just mm-hmm. a, a general thing in general. But I, I, uh, I miss this boy, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for like the the new chapter that Enzo existing uh, kind of brings for the show too. So uh, I don't, I didn't remember the threesome of Caroline, Stefan, and Catherine, but yeah. I'm so happy that it uh, happened. Caroline, and it does count as a threesome, and it's official. Caroline is fully in a comedy in this episode, and that is fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> she is just doing a sitcom, and I'm like. Candace, do a sitcom. Like, she'd be so winning and sweet. 
it is as though the way this was filmed is it is though like Candace was supposed to be directing the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> like as if she was in prep. Yeah, they kept like just not having her. It was very fun. Yeah, it's it's light on a lot of cast. You know, there's no cat, there's no there's no Jeremy, there's no Matt, no Nadja. What is happening to Matt? Because he just keeps not being That's around. A, I was wondering. I was like, we have these two other white men. Mm-hmm. Where's the Where's Matt? Where's the other white? The man? blonde white man. Yeah, yeah. He's like the blondes together. To the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, could yeah. you possibly help Stefan with his PTSD? You have a lot of trauma in your life. I'm sure Matt's like I'm helping Stefan by not being there. <laughs> um, shall we Shall we get into our app, gang? I think we shall because we've had a, yeah. a good amount of preamble. Yeah, I feel good about it. Uh, so we get some some Steve based peas, uh, which are fun, and we open our episode in the Salvatore house. Everything's normal, right? Wait, it's not. It's June eleventh, nineteen fifty three, or so, <laughs> so the you- television tells us. <laughs> yeah, so so normal without uh, like sepia <laughs> filter. <laughs> yeah, very normal. Um, so Damon walks in. He's looking like James Dean, the historical figure himself. Yes, he's a, who is a historical figure. I learned about him at the uh, at the gala. Um, he comes in looking for Joseph Salvatore, clearly one of his ancestors. He, this is like it's newly the house. It's one of his descendants, actually. Ah, descendants, which is the opposite of ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> for he is the ancestor. Damon is. Uh, uh, he, he sees one of these other Salvators <laughs> and he's like, hey, good job turning the place into a, uh, the boarding house. If it doesn't work, make it a brothel. Um, and Joseph's like, awesome. Glad you're here. Stefan isn't yet, but like, you know, um, I'm sure it'll be fun for you guys to talk to each other. And Damon's like, yeah, we have not talked since uh, World War II era. Yes, which is when Lexi was like, get to step in because you are a fucking mess and you should not be with your brother. So that was the last time they saw each other um, because, you know, the sire bond is not <laughs> it's not that <laughs> explicit, you know. Yeah, it's we we've learned, you know, this is a Damon who's learned that the sire bond isn't that literal. Um, also, how did this one get named Joseph Salvatore? You got Giuseppe, Zachariah, <laughs> Stefan and Damon and Joseph. Joey. Ah! Joey. Oh. <laughs> hey, it's Joey Salvatore. Hey. Little Joey Salvatore. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, it's good now. <laughs> it's, it's good, right? <laughs> So um, Joseph turns out uh, is doing a sneaky thing. He verveins the fuck out of Damon. Damon k- kills him, uh, even because he was like the money was too good to pass up. Damon and Damon just like basically shoves the glass, the shattered glass in his hand uh, that he was drinking brown liquor out of, uh, into this guy's neck, which is pretty fucked up. And another. Uh, spooky white dude pops out and is like, now I don't have to pay him. And uh, this is Dr. Whitmore and yeah. he now has Damon. The original Whitmore bitch uh, and a, 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 one of uh, a Julie Plec flop man because he did go on to be in containment and as I was noting, Roswell, New Mexico where he was basically the same character but just with aliens. Fun. Oh, containment. 
I didn't watch an episode of Containment. Should I have watched Containment? I didn't either, but why would you want to watch an episode of Containment? Morgan, is there a reason? Is there an actor or something? There's a certain performer that is someone in the camp that maybe Jill will become familiar with in the future that is, you know, also in Containment. Yeah. (laughs) What is going on? There, there's another. We just got to Enzo. There's another one coming. Oh. It's great. And now we just get to tease him for the rest. For a while, I'm going to get to dine out on what's coming next. Oh, yes. No, um, no. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Latoya, this will not mean much to you, but I promise it will get Jill hyped. Uh, we've been reading the Mediator books over in Book I've Club heard. on our Patreon. And um, I said to. Um, to friend of the show Michael Chasen of the character Paul Slater. I said, you know who has Paul Slater energy? And I answered myself my own question. Redacted. <laughs> From a little Neither down of us the can road. react to this. <laughs> yeah. I but like everyone who's read this, they're gonna be excited. Oh, okay, you know what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about it's there, got Paul is, Slater energy. So I can't figure it out actually. Well, I don't know. Paul Slater's hot, Jill. <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. All right, maybe maybe we'll cut this. Um, our next scene <laughs> no, takes keep place. It, it felt really flat, and that's hilarious. No, leave <laughs> me alone. Morgan cuts out all of her terrible bits that don't work. Yeah, do you guys not do that when you're in when you're editing the podcast and one of your jokes doesn't do well? I snip, snip, snip. The episode snip, would be snip, thirty minutes long if we all <laughs> took out of our bits that don't work. I just don't speak, so I never have to really Monster. do that. I left in all my Ben Harper stuff. <laughs> Me singing terribly—that all stayed in, and yet it shouldn't have. Nah. We're good. At, we're good at this. Um, <laughs> our next scene takes place in the Augustine cell. Uh, Damon wakes up and is like, "What's being done to me?" And Doctor West Maxfield is like, "I'm just giving you some vervain to keep you calm because I lost a test subject last night, and you're gonna replace him." Dun dun dun. He was your TA, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah this man like- is heartless. He fucking sucks. I hate him so fucking much. Um, we then cut to a much better scene. Uh, Catherine is writing in a vampire diary. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. She is so mad. She is so annoyed. She has been saved from suicide and she does not appreciate it. Um, (laughs) Stefan has said that, like, writing stuff down could be therapeutic for her. And she says, yeah, uh, so deep thoughts, mortal coil, blah, 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 my hand's tired. And then she tears the page out of the diary. Queen. Maybe my favorite diary entry. (laughs) It's a pretty good one. So um, Catherine's like, writing down everything that you feel is stupid. I hate this. Um, and he's like, I'm just trying to like protect you from hurting yourself. And she's like, well, this neurotic granny vibe doesn't exactly make me want to live. Um, he says, do you really have nothing better to do than stand there all day and watch me write in cursive? <laughs> um, love, love, love. Um and Catherine has decided now that it is time for her to help our dear Steve uh, with his panic attacks. Apparently, he shattered a chair in the library earlier today, which him he uh, goddamn denies. chairs. <laughs> They're bugging him. 
Uh, so Stefan's like, okay, does this mean you want to live then? If you want like me to stay alive to help you stay alive? She goes, no, it means I can't work with people who can't give me 100%. So I've called backup. That backup is Caroline. And what has she brought, guys? (laughs) (laughs) She brought the safe. The torture (laughs) safe. But don't worry. She sanitized it. (laughs) Her little smile after she says that is so cute. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Again, this is a plan that she has come up with based on reading her psych textbook uh, once. So (laughs) I'm pretty excited for her. Uh, we then go to Jesse and Aaron's room. Elena is visiting Aaron, who is like, hey, Jesse killed himself last night. And she's like, fuck. Yeah, he definitely did that himself. No one else killed him for sure. She is <laughs> awful at this. She is very bad at lying to people. <laughs> it is doesn't make it better with what she does. She really, really doesn't. Um, like he's talking about how hard it is like he wanted this to be a fresh start and she's like hey it's the same thing for me like all my problems have followed me here i probably have the right person to do advice why does he think this would be a fresh start in a better place when it's a college literally named after his family that's all dead you should um leave the state you should go to ucla (laughs) yeah um but yeah but then damon would just hop on a plane to kill him well, yeah, but uh, Demo does Hollywood. He'd brew in his life. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> fight uh, on. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fight on, baby. <laughs> Jill and I have to be uh, angsty and angry at UCLA at all times because of our, yeah. our USC backgrounds. Even It's the only <laughs> school spirit I have ever had is shitting on UCLA. So UCLA sucks. <laughs> Bruins suck. <laughs> well, that's great for Aaron, whose last name is Whitmore. <laughs> oh, good God. So Aaron's like, so if you're not here about Jesse, why are you here? And she's like, oh. Because she's um, weirdly obsessed with you. Yeah, because she, for some reason, cannot stop talking to you, which is what? It's so mysterious. She has, like a, she has a real Marissa Cooper complex about him. Oh, also, I, I, I said it earlier, but I'm like, I'm done with the bit. <laughs> Um, no. I will say Aaron Whitmore has big Johnny energy. <laughs> and like he She does, he big does Johnny major Johnny Harper energy energy. And it's it's very painful. So yeah, you are right. That is this is a very Marissa Cooper and Johnny type relationship. Whitmore would try to like hold up a convenience store. He would fall off of a very short cliff to his death. <laughs> Such a short cliff. He would deprive us of a season three Christmas episode with Taylor Townsend. The cards were all there for her to be in that episode, but they couldn't because they're all about Johnny that episode. Johnny's a nightmare person. Um, anyways, so Aaron's like, no, no, no. Tell me why you're here. My day is not getting any better. And she's like, so you are close with Wes. Um, and Aaron's like, yeah, he, uh, he's been my guardian since last summer after my aunt Sarah died. And he's like, yeah, everyone around me ends up dead. And my sunny disposition makes me so many friends. And he goes, I'm sorry. Like, what's the deal? What was the research that had to be done to make this guardianship make sense? Because, like, I understand the trust part. But, again, that's a conservatorship. He is at least 18. He doesn't need a guardian. Yeah, I'm very confused. He's no longer a child. He was roommates 
with Jesse, who has had to be an upperclassman. So, <laughs> what's the deal? Like, <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. And to be honest, I don't want to know anything more. I already know too much about there these is men. Actually, 14. It's a Doogie Howard situation. <laughs> <laughs> Doogie Hauser, he's the real Doogie, not Wes Maxfield. <laughs> I'm just 14. I'm Aaron. I would say Aaron would make a lot more sense, like all of his like dialogue and decisions and acting, if he were 14. I'm not going to get an answer for this, for obvious reasons, but I cannot wait to see who outlives the other one. Oh, well, Dr. <laughs> Wesley Max and Aaron Whitmore? Yeah. Who's, who's going to die first? <laughs> death watch, the two best characters are on death watch <laughs> okay good that's something for all of us to look forward to also I have to like look it up right now who's older Rick Cosnett or Sean Sipos actually could not tell you for all the money in the world Sean Sipos of course is two years older wow and he looks every bit at this episode Oh, my God. So Elena's like, hey, Aaron, last name I don't know. The thing <sighs> is, my boyfriend went to talk to Wes last night, and no one has seen or heard from either of them since, which is kind of worrying. I was wondering if you could help me find them. And he's like, yeah, I know where we can look. And we are off. <laughs> then <laughs> back in the cell, Damon is like, this fucking sucks. Like, this is bad karma holding me here. And Dr. West is like, is that what you told Dr. Whitmore? Dun, dun, dun. So we go back to the Whitmore lab, 1953. Uh, Damon explains to Wes in voiceover that Whitmore wasn't much for conversation. Um, this is fucked up. He, like, cuts out some of Damon's eye to see if it'll grow back. Which, after he tells him he talks too much, like, go for the tongue, you piece of shit. Yeah, if you don't want to hear him yap. Um, he says, like, Dr. Whitmore says, you're a vampire. Your blood heals others. Your body heals itself. You'll regenerate parts of internal organs after I remove them. To which Damon replies, listen, how I got this amazing body has nothing to do with science. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, Damon. <laughs> Damon cannot stop talking about how hot he is, even when he is strapped to a table to be dissected. What a king. <laughs> he, he, you had him at strapped to a table. He stopped thinking yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah, he's happy. He's in his element. <laughs> um, so obviously things uh, back in the 50s in the old Whitmore labs were not good. Uh, so Damon's like, so you Augustine freaks are still at it, eye exams and shit. And Dr. West is like, oh, I'm much beyond that. Like, I trained Jesse to crave vampire blood instead of human. And now I'll take my research to the next level. <laughs> um, and then, you know, our scene ends. So we go back to Aaron and Elena. And Aaron's like, it doesn't make sense that Jesse would kill himself. And Elena's like, you really believe that that's what happened? <laughs> Are we allowed to say the joke you said in the chat? What did I say? If I were friends with Aaron, I'd kill myself too. <laughs> oh, I did say that, yeah. And you know, I stand by it. Uh, <laughs> I would. Uh, no. That was very mean, um, but funny. And look, 
she's she, if you are the one who murdered this guy, what what incentive would you have to be like? Kind of seems like the story is not adding up, huh? Like Elena, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Why is Bonnie not around to tell her keep your mouth shut? Like, shut up. Like, Elena says to Aaron, like, don't you think it's weird both your friends committed suicide before the first semester was over? And he's like, well, yeah, like, Jesse was really happy and you had a huge crush on your friend and Megan had all these plans. And Elena's like, yeah, none of it makes sense. <laughs> Megan's plans are not filled in because she is not a character. She had <laughs> she all had these gay plans. plans. <laughs> they were gay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> gay and involved protein water it's like Megan, no Megan and Aaron were madly in love <laughs> ooh <laughs> the one that got away <laughs> they've known each other since they were kids she was his Joey Potter <laughs> I believe it um, Elena explains that like Wes like forged the death certificate and Aaron's like you fucking saw her death certificate and she's like yeah Wes is part of something much bigger than anyone realizes and Aaron says like let's find him first I want to hear his side of the story all right that's fair enough uh their destination is the Whitmore house Elena's like fuck uh she is not invited inside of this place that is bad um and so she's kind of like lingering in the doorway and Aaron says to her what are you waiting for come on in and she can what Jill were you shocked to find out that Aaron is indeed a Whitmore <laughs> no idea that he was a Whitmore it came out of the blue <laughs> jaw dropped okay Jill even if you weren't spoiled five million times would you have been surprised I hit my mic too. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, you can't (laughs) yell at me for hitting my mic anymore. (laughs) It is, it's it's not necessarily like a shocking twist. It's like, oh, okay, that's why we're talking to this guy. Like, it's as if I finally understand why he's here a little bit more. But (laughs) not particularly exciting. It makes him sound more important. He's a more. He's like, yeah, like, this is part of the Whitmore Trust I inherited when my parents died. Like, don't hold it against me. Usually when people find out my name is Aaron Whitmore, they, like, kind of think I own the school or whatever. Do they think you have a personality or something? They pretend you have a personality. Uh, Elena then looks around and finds a picture of her dad at a Whitmore anniversary, like, 50th commemoration. And she's like, what the fuck? And then Dr. Maxfield shows up and is like, Grayson Gilbert was one of the best doctors the Augustines ever had. (laughs) And then he remains the fuck out of her and says, I'm glad he didn't live to see this. Yes, we've been through all of everyone being glad that Grayson didn't live to see Elena's bullshit. (laughs) Like... Grayson sucks. I know occasionally in in a post-season four world, we haven't always been as kind to Elena as we were in a seasons one through three world. But I like her a hell of a lot more than I like Grayson Gilbert's bitch ass. I would beat that dude up. And I love <laughs> it's Elena. It's on site. <laughs> Elena, I would give some tough love. Elena, a couple times I've felt the need to pull her aside and speak some truths to her. But no, Grayson sucks infinitely more. He has a cool daughter and he can fuck off if he wouldn't have liked it. Um, and that is my opinion. <laughs> God, I, I hate Grayson Gilbert. 
I'm sorry, Elena. We haven't gotten there yet, but like everything we know about your dad is that he fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Why have you not gotten it through your head yet? I know he's your dad and everything, but like John made it abundantly clear what kind of man your father was. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, he was complicated. And that's hard when we can't see like we don't hear anything positive about him other than Elaine is like, he was nice. <laughs> and I'm like, he was nice to me. And I'm like, yeah, his daughter? I hope so. He wouldn't have been had he lived for everything you're going through. Yeah, Ugh. and everyone else is like, oh, he was a real piece of shit. And she's like, I don't know. Not to me, though. He was a Klansman. But, like, was he? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the hood. Virginia. Uh, Again, Virginia. We are in the South. We do <laughs> not know though. <laughs> but I but it, but it, anyways, Grayson Gilbert, zero, Elena Gilbert, ten billion. Um at the Salvatore boarding house, uh, Caroline and Stefan and Kathy have begun their mess around. And it is a doozy. Stefan's like, why the fuck would you bring this to my home? And Caroline says it's time for him to deal with the source of his PTSD. And she's like. (laughs) Stefan had no problem with that safe when he and Damon were torturing Elena in it. He loved it then. she had PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) Now, yes, the PTSD is safe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's like, are you sure this isn't about Jesse? And she's like, I mean, I am upset about that shit, but like, I'm mad at Elena. Yeah. And he says, well, Elena did what she had to do. Caroline says, no, Elena did what she thought she had to do. Just like she also thought that Damon was good boyfriend material. (laughs) Zing. (laughs) Uh, Stefan brings up, aren't you a drama major? What the fuck do you know about PTSD? (laughs) She studied drama once. She is studying literally every other fucking thing. <laughs> She's learning about fucking microbiology. Absolutely, which is wild. So yeah, uh, Caroline, again, has done everything but study drama. But she's like, we're trying it my way, like, because your way clearly doesn't fucking work. Fair enough. Then in the Whitmore house, we have the very uh, heavily ADRC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> snip, 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 yeah. snip, snip. <laughs> Imaginary scissors. Imaginary scissors. He's like, you're kidnapping. You're kidnapping Elena. And he's like, I don't know. I just knocked her out. Whatever. And um, he's like, what is going on here? And a Wes lot, is like, I had. I was say a lot of Dr. Wesley Max's back. <laughs> a lot. We're on his back a lot so we can AD- he can like ADR other dialogue. I-, I mean, maybe the scene served a different purpose a while ago. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's it's weird. Um it's, Wes is like it's I hilarious. need to make sure yeah. <laughs> Megan's death didn't draw attention to my work. And Aaron's like, Your work? Infectious disease transmittal? And he's like, I study vampires. They exist, and Elena Gilbert is one of them. Study so vampires, you dumb bitch. <laughs> figure it out already <laughs> stupid tuxedo shirt ass bitch because i'm done now i can just like fucking say it <laughs> he then called says i gave the syringe i had used on her had vervain in it think of it as an anti-vampire drug and i'm like yeah vervain is my anti-drug 
You could have just said anti-vampire drug and not vervain because no normal person knows what vervain is. We only know what vervain is because of this damn show. Absolutely <laughs> true. You should have asked, like, is it garlic? <laughs> he shut up. Wes is, like, rummaging through a safe and he has, like, wooden stakes in it and also documents. And he says, this work's been going on for generations. Your family pioneered it. Your dad trained me in it after your father died. The Whitmore Trust continued to fund my research. And he said, you never needed to know before now. I meant to tell you this on your birthday. And I'm like, what a terrible birthday present. Your family kills people. Also, which which birthday? The, the latest? Or, again, how old is he? How old is everyone involved in this family? Don't ask questions. Just accept it. <laughs> no idea. He says, this is what your family fought for. He says, consider it your legacy and gives this stuff. This is your legacy. your legacy. It absolutely is his legacy. <laughs> you didn't ask for this. Nobody, Nobody after us. does. <laughs> Uh, he really needs a list in a family tree. The way this terrible song has replaced Cut by Plum. Yeah. Cut by Plum and is like, like gladly. A, a very specific place in time, whereas Family Tree encompasses so much of the show. <laughs> family Tree, like Family Tree is really like emblematic of a certain kind of issue that does rear its head a couple times. It's, it's, you know, it's your yeah, legacy it's not or not, but also it's your rest of family tree. Family tree. <laughs> the song does not say fucked up family tree, but we, we made it. I made that up. It just says messed up, which is worse. Oh, uh, there's not an explicit version? <laughs> there's no explicit version. We are the explicit version. When we release our explicit version. Yeah. <laughs> just that's when it's all getting to the studio. butt rock. <laughs> that is that's kind of our vibes yeah we could turn cut by plum into an, a butt rock anthem hell yeah i'm in <laughs> look i'll do as many cut by plums as you guys want i <laughs> I, I have the most fun with them <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but i will ask you to adjust my levels um and fade me out <laughs> while we do things because that's how i roll that's how i work in the studio so uh, Elena wakes up like in the cell uh, next to Damon. Oh, we're Damon, finally there. Yeah, and Damon's five minutes into our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Damon's very sweet with her. Uh, I think you know he's yes. like, she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "No, no, no. Like, like I'm fine. Like, Wes injected you with vervain. When it wears off, maybe we can like break these bars or something." Um, Elaine is all fucked up. Yeah. He knows better because, again, five years. He knows the truth. He knows that that's not going to happen. And again, after they did not go for Stefan, Mm -hmm. it would be okay if he didn't come searching for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, take as long as you want, Steve. (laughs) Really enjoy your recovery. These two have got it, they've got it handled. Uh, Damon explains Wes is carrying out the Grand Augustine tradition, getting his kicks off vampire torture. Mm. And Elena's like, he told you that? He says, he didn't have to. I've been here before. 
Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Uh, quick uh, little flashback with like a montage of uh, Damon being super fucking tortured a bunch in 1953. And Damon says, someone in my family sold me out to the Augustines. Every day, this nut job, Dr. Whitmore, tortured us, cut into us, took pieces of our eyes out, pushed us to every limit he could imagine. And he had quite the imagination. Uh, and explains that he the cell he's in right now is the one he was in in the 50s. And uh, he appreciates the irony. He was there for five years. And Elaine is like, how did you not go crazy? And he says, believe it or not, I made a friend. And in my notes, I have in all caps, Y-E-S. <laughs> I'm like, what? Did, oh, yeah, I have uh, in, in all caps, Enzo. Um, when we meet Enzo, he he's... He's so cute. He's a cutie. Um, I love him so much. Uh, he welcomes Damon. He's like, uh, Whitmore never gets tired of watching us vampires heal, but he does give us one glass of blood today, like a day, just enough to keep us alive. It seems like they get a shot glass of blood every day, yeah. uh, roughly. And, and Enzo had been there 10 years by the time Damon had showed up. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, but he is in, like, really positive spirit, seems happy to have someone to talk to, and is, like, very encouraging. He's like, pick yourself up, soldier. Like, I'm Enzo. Uh, so <laughs> I'm Enzo. <laughs> I'm Enzo, baby. Uh, he was a soldier in Europe during World War II, and Dr. Mm -hmm. Whitmore was working in a battlefield hospital when he discovered Enzo was a vampire, so he drugged him, locked him in a coffin, and shipped him overseas. To me, this says that uh, Dr. Whitmore is a Nazi. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> so then, uh, in 53, Enzo's, you know, he's drinking his little shot glass of blood, explains he's been here for 10 years. He tells Damon he's doing it all wrong because he's chugging his blood. He's like, no, no, no. You're living for the moment. You have to live for the future. The future where you get revenge. And he says that he, the first thing he's going to do is kill Whitmore's dog and mail it back to his house. The dog didn't do anything, Enzo. <laughs> Your quarrel is not with a cute pooch. Just go straight for the people. Save Absolutely. the dog. Damon did approve, approve uh, upon the plan, so yeah. Yeah, good for him. Uh, and uh, Damon starts to carve in his initials into the cell like we've, no, like we've seen in the present day. So then in the present, Elaine is like, Wes knew my dad. They worked together. He said, my dad was an Augustine, too. Like, I know he was a vampire hunter, but he was also the town doctor. He was kind and gentle and loving. He wouldn't to be part humans. of a place that would cut your eyes out. <laughs> Again, our, Jill's favorite character, John Gilbert, told mm -hmm. us all who Greason Gilbert was. A little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Damon's like, look, people are full of surprises. And Elena, like, is, like, curling up in a ball. She's, like, burying her head in her hands. And he's like, hey, hey, look, I'm sorry that I got you caught up in this. But look at me. Like, I am I promise you I'm going to get you out of here. But Damon didn't hands. get her caught up in this. Elena being terrible at all of this got her caught up in this. Again, yeah. what was her plan? If if Damon's missing and so is Wes and you know Wes is like a mad scientist, you should maybe enlist some people to help you look for him. <laughs> this was maybe not a solo mission. This is the night after Jesse died. They acknowledge, retrace your steps. Mm -hmm. He's with Wes. There mm -hmm. you go. There's no reason to go to Aaron who knows jack shit. <laughs> 
who uh, is a variable in all of this <laughs> and not a helpful one to have. Um, so then at the Salvatore house, we're back with our trio. We're back with yeah. the dream team. Stefan's locked inside the safe and he's like, Caroline, do you know what you're doing? And she's like, yeah, it's in my textbook, which she starts reading and she says every comma that she reads, <laughs> which made me laugh so hard. <laughs> um, Catherine is out there and she's like, hey, by the way, did you two ever fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? You're lost. He's great in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Three yes, some. Yes. Three some. Three yes. some. It is so good. Um, so she says, okay, here, Stefan, I found it. Prolonged exposure therapy. In vivo exposure gradually introduces elements of prior trauma, e.g. physical objects, comma, certain aspects of duress, comma. <laughs> and I'm like, Caroline, <laughs> you are not helping your case. You are not coming across as an expert here. You are torturing this man, literally. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine and Caroline basically fight, and Stefan yeah. faints inside the safe. They're too busy arguing to listen to Stefan, and he just pa- he has a panic attack and passes out. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And Catherine's like, "Oh Jesus, okay, he's passed out." The, we do need to get to the root of the problem. It is, it's crazy because some might say that Caroline and Catherine are two smartest characters on the show. So that's what happens. When the two smartest characters get together. Yeah. <laughs> and but they, to be fair, they are both very chaotic. <laughs> and I think rather than rather than their smartness merging and creating a helpful alliance, their chaos just like metastasizes the second they're around each other, which I do believe. Like that is that brings true to me, even though I do agree that they're both smart. I just think they can't help but be chaotic. Jill, what do you think? Their smartness cancels each other out. <laughs> That's what I it's think. Just chaos. <laughs> Jill, I've been noticing you're go- going back to like I'm not going to speak because I'm Jill. So I'm like, speak more, Jill. <laughs> yeah, we I'm haven't gotten to any questions. part where I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jill is just like, no, I won't. I won't participate. I know, what but you want to say? Her? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to prompt her. Say? I have nothing to say. I'm waiting until we get to, like, better parts. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. I did a threesome chant that no one joined in. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I, I started the threesome chant in the goddamn chat. Yeah. And I continued Let's it on mic. Let's make it clear. <laughs> we all wanted them to have a threesome. <laughs> None of us owns that. <laughs> that is, that is, you know... <laughs> the public domain property we all want these three people to fuck when, when we ask for something to be played from the public domain we are talking about a threesome between these three characters <laughs> we're talking about a threesome chant yes but um i love that Catherine's like look how do you help the person who always helps everybody else stefan's the hero that's who he is at his core he can't always come through for himself but he can always come through for other for everyone else and she goes hmm I have an idea. I'm sure it's a great one. The Back problems. The, <laughs> the problem yeah, solvers the problem. Uh, then uh, in the Augustine cell, Damon's you know like having 
traumatic flashbacks about his time as a lab experiment, which was very upsetting. Elena asks him how he survived, and he says that Enzo's friendship came, like kept him alive. Aww. And there's this sweet scene where like Damon's brought in, and he's like barely conscious, and he's just laying on the ground of his cell and doesn't like can't you know be a person anymore and Enzo's like hey come on are you a sports fan you got interests you know wine travel cars um uh he the way he says jag jaguar He's in the jaguars is- Whew. Whew. see i said something <laughs> jill were you how did you feel about the way uh the character of enzo pronounces jaguar look i can already tell right now i'm going to be obsessed with this man's voice so yes <laughs> I'm so happy. Just making that clear right now. Mm-hmm. Truly, the way he says the dumbest things is uh, also good. His voice is really hot. The voice hits you first, and then the content hits you second. So a lot of the time you're like, huh, wait, what? <laughs> like, he's going to become a very popular reaction to Denzo. Oh, my God. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, Enzo, why, why is this the thing? But also you're like, okay, I sure you. <laughs> But like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Which I think is is beautiful. He says he likes Jaguars, the kind of car you take, like convertibles, the kind you take on a Sunday drive to impress a pretty girl. Ever done that? And Damon's like, once or twice. <laughs> but then I'm also like, I would like to go on a Sunday drive with you, Enzo. And uh, yes, please. Yes, but Damon's like, my, the girl I'm obsessed with is more of a horse and carriage kind of girl. Amazing. And so it's like just one girl, but you're smoking hot. I never met another it. one like her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you get it? Because he does later. It's a later. <laughs> and he's obsessed with her too. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. I love I love that Enzo like repeats. <laughs> Stop the violence. <laughs> I cannot believe that. <laughs> We're going to cut this out. We Good God. Cut, yeah. The way that lives rent free in my <laughs> fucking mind. Sorry, I had to, but I know we have to cut so it. So good. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Everyone's like, Jill ever speaks like, no, Jill speaks, then we have to cut it out. <laughs> Jill's on over here in Cancel Corner, which we haven't <laughs> had Cancel Corner in so long. I know. Oh, uh, hello, Cancel Corner. How we've missed you. We've arrived. <laughs> Just to be clear, Jill has us in Cancel Corner once again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very uh, fun and I laughed a lot and I'm sorry that we can't share it with you. <laughs> but um I'm I'm obsessed with Enzo being like, I can't believe you haven't like hooked up with more girls. You're so hot. Like I am that's that's a true friend there. He's really gassing Damon up, and I think that's beautiful. Love that for <laughs> but them. Also gay? <laughs> Possibly. Keep that Is Enzo your- Enzo? What? And Joe Biden? <laughs> Did you say and Joe Biden? <laughs> we did it, and Joe Biden. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Council Corner to this. <laughs> this was very good, in my opinion. And Joe Biden. And Joe Biden. Joe, you want to try again? 
<laughs> That's his last name, right? Um, <laughs> his is, first name, and, of course, is Enjo. Enjo. Enjo Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, uh, Jill, were you asking a, a question about our dear I friend Enzo? I was asking if Enzo is bi. <laughs> <laughs> he – there are vibes. I will say that he is um, – uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to queer bait. So I'm. I'm gonna tell you that I don't think he. Uh, he. There's no Enzo in any dudes. Um, unfortunately, in the show explicitly, but he does have a lot of romantic tension but he with men Damon on this is show. Sexy. Yeah, like, like I will tell you that he has romantic tension with men in these shows, even if um maybe. It's mostly just like slash shippy kind of vibes, but it's there. I think a lot of people read Enzo as uh, as queer or like slash ship him with uh, boys on the show, which is fun. Um, right. So I did want to I did want to bring that uh, to light. Um, Enzo, I fucking love you. Um, he's like Damon asked him if there's been any pretty girls in his life, and he's like too many to count. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> But, oh, this yeah, is when I asked I, when I was at, if this was the himbo. <laughs> and then immediately. Yeah, we were being coy then immediately before the recording. We were like, what it is? <laughs> it was like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, he talks about how he fell for, like, someone working for Dr. Whitmore named Maggie who would, like, sit outside his cell and observe him. Honey! Fucking simping for his captor. And he's like, she was so pretty. And she wasn't, she didn't torture me ever. Like, she didn't realize what was going on. And I didn't have the heart to tell her, you know, I was just so glad of her company. And like, it's very sad and sweet. And he's like, when she realized what was going on here, she couldn't bear it. So she told me she was sorry and she left. So Damon's like, eh, well, you know, you guys would have been doomed anyways. You're a vampire. Maggie's a human. The relationship's all fucked. And Enzo says, you need a more positive outlook, dude. (laughs) Then I love this moment. Dr. Whitmore comes in and is like, who's next? And he looks at Damon. He's like, you have more energy. Like, I'm going to torture you. And obviously, we just saw that he was not well. So Enzo's like, I take that as an insult. And he, like, rattles the bars. And he's like, I have more energy. Like, can't believe you didn't notice. Boy, this is the good boy Enzo energy I love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jill, what did you think of him kind of saving Damon here and taking taking the pain for him? Enzo seems like a great guy. Right? Well, in the past, probably not now. <laughs> Seems really sweet, right? Yeah. Hey, he was very polite to Elena at the end of the episode. He introduced he himself. Yeah. He seemed unwell, though. He seemed quite unwell. <laughs> Did he but he introduced himself. Great. He introduced himself, which is very polite. She's in an unfamiliar situation. You know, he's like, don't yeah. worry. Hi, I'm Enzo. <laughs> very nice. Very like, sweet. His number first. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, he's been here a long time. Number the first old identity from the slab. <laughs> it's just oh yeah, and he's just singing. Uh, so Whitmore takes him and he explains, like David says, "Why are you doing this to us?" Like he listens to Enzo be tortured. It's very fucked up. Uh, Whitmore comes back, throws Enzo in his cell, and says, "Why?" And David says, "Why are you doing this?" And he says, "Because I'm seeking out the smallest indivisible unit of your biological makeup. Once I can understand you from a cellular level, I can put you to use." Ooh. 
Ew. Bad. Gross. We hate you. But he, he never could figure out putting them to use, unlike Dr. Wes Macfield, who, again, he just invented Michael Michelson. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell Wes to his face, he just invented Michael Michelson. Like, <laughs> another tech bro just inventing a thing that already exists. Oh, you're does creating a bus. the originals are? He'd probably There's no way he does. <laughs> it's all science. They don't, he has no shit about the originals. There's no way. God, I just want Re- Rebecca to kill the shit out of him. God, Ooh, that'd yeah. be hot. <laughs> Elijah would have no patience for this man. <laughs> and I would like to see it. Yes. So then uh, present day, Elena's like, holy fucking shit. Okay, um, uh, Stefan will figure it out. And when you don't come home and no one hears from me, he'll find us. And Damon's like, yeah, uh, I never told him about this. <laughs> and Whoops. she's like, what? And he goes, yeah, for the first year, I thought he'd rescue me. And then he didn't. And once I escaped, I thought like there was, you know, no point in making him feel even guiltier about it. So I just didn't tell him. And I Elena's mean- like. Uh, it, it makes sense Stefan didn't uh, come rescue him because again uh, Stefan just knows that Damon abandoned him when they went to we're supposed to go to war together so it's like yeah. why the fuck would I you want nothing to do with me fine yeah it's like you guys haven't spoken how would he know this how would he know anything had changed <laughs> so Elena's like okay you escaped how did you do it so now we get into how Damon did this shit. We cut to the 1957 Augustine party. So every New Year's Eve, Augustine has people over and there's a cocktail party. And he like has a little vampire sideshow where he has caged vampires uh, who are weak from vervain injections. And then he uses their blood like a parlor trick. We see him like cut some fell's hand a real gnarly palm slice and then feeds her some of damon's blood and her hand heals and it's like ooh, look (laughs) cool guy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah damon and damon and enzo have to like watch that from their cages once a year which is fucked but damon says that's how enzo came up with the plan So in 1957, they're in their cell together, and Enzo's like, the thing about the blood that were rationed, like, it's enough to keep one vampire barely alive. Mm -hmm. But if a vampire were to have double rations, maybe he'd be able to build up enough strength so that by the time the New Year's party comes around, he'd be better. He'd be able Mm -hmm. to fight. Smart. Yeah. Good. I think good. Good plan. Yeah. Uh, I I also looked it up just to double check because I was like, is this the next thing? Just based on the timeline, obviously, five years, Stefan doesn't come because he's like, obviously, he's done with him. The next thing that we know in the timeline, uh, and this is about spoiling literally just from the whole show, is that it's back, it's when New York in the 70s. New York, yeah, right. Yeah, when Lexi finally tries to go to talk to Damon about, like, how Stefan wants to finally reconnect. And I think that totally makes sense. Like, he's yes. in a very numb place at yes. that point. He had like, turned he it sh- off because of this. And that's – yeah. And and I think that all fits together very nicely. Like, watching it again, I'm like, yeah, this guy had to, like, abandon his friend to his death and is, like, just numbing the pain. Like, that – it really reads well, which is nice. Like, yes. I, I – it I'm happy it all fits together nicely. Enzo um, is the Klaus to – like, Enzo, Klaus, uh, Damon, Stefan, basically. Yeah. Yeah. These are their uh, brother I- replacements uh, during certain eras. Yes, I think that's a good way of putting it. And I I prefer Enzo to Klaus. 
because I think he's a sweetie. And he's oh, dumb. you don't think Enzo's a little bitch? Yeah, he cries a lot less mascara tears and breaks a lot less bottles. You don't think he, he needs to be called a king to feel special? He doesn't. He actually he barely takes anything to make Enzo feel special. He's a cheap date, <laughs> and I love that about him. <laughs> It is funny listening to the episodes that we're putting out right now where I'm like, I love Klaus so much. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. Like very funny stuff. Because the pivot pivot. It's a strong pivot. (laughs) I think it's great. I think it really gives this it gives the originals a great arc. You're helping me, I think, be more interested in a season of television I don't like that much. So I wanna say thank you. You're so welcome. Joe, thank you for being a friend. Thank you hey. for being a friend. <laughs> so um, David's like, you think this will work? And Enzo's like, yeah, but like we have to like make this decision together. They decide to do rock, paper, scissors to decide who will get double blood and who will get no blood. And uh, David wins. So he gets double freaking blood. And so for 364 days, they're going to get ready for this party. Yikes. So that's a bad year for Enzo. Enzo, like later they're like, he's like, yeah, I gave Enzo a drop of blood every once in a while so he didn't desiccate. And I'm like, oh, yikes. Enzo is a man who has faith is what that is, unfortunately. Can you imagine (sighs) knowing Damon Salvatore for a full year and maintaining faith in him for that full year? (laughs) (laughs) Could not be me. (laughs) Not even three months. Couldn't do it. I love that boy. I really do. After everything we've said, I want you guys to know I love David Salvatore, but I could not trust him for a full year. No way. Well, we learned in this episode again. Three months of having faith in him? Can't do it. He's still a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <literally> cannot. <laughs> Absolutely the funniest fucking thing in the world. So, um... <laughs> Then in the present day, Elaine is like, did it work? And Damon's like, yeah, more or less. And he's like, how'd you get out? And Damon says, it doesn't matter. I got out. It wasn't pretty. That's it. Um, Damon is like, he doesn't fucking want to talk about it anymore. And I and I find that to be, uh, you know, like kind of rare. So Elaine is like, oh, ooh. then at the Whitmore house, we have another Dr. Wes and Aaron scene. Uh, it is, um, it is painful. Now. He says, here's another birthday present. And it's pictures oh, wait, it's, a, the, it's a watch is this the phone scene or not no no this is the here's some pictures of oh, your yeah. dead family and the knockout yeah the knockout yeah he's like uh you know here's like a watch from your great-grandfather it's a safety precaution for vampire research also here's a bunch of pictures of your slaughtered family from uh the <laughs> campground attack and he says that's where my parents died and wes is like yeah i, I know here it is and i Aaron's just said like, that <laughs> Yeah, Aaron's like that. What it wasn't an animal attack, and it's like, yeah, no, it was vampires. <laughs> Yikes! And Doctor West says, because I saw this and was like so fucked up, I continued your father's work so that this would never happen again. And I hope you'll join me. And Aaron looks down at the pictures and considers it, and then instead punches Wes in the face, which you know, good yeah. choice. But also, yeah. he thought to make it never happen, and then it did happen to Megan. Megan, who was either mm-hmm. gay or in love with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Gay and or in love with Aaron. Possibly both, actually. Yeah, she could be bi. Um, no, I'm saying that he's her beard. 
Oh, okay. Or I thought yeah. you were talking like like she's a Kinsey five, and it's like no. the only dude for me is Aaron. It's all women <laughs> and Aaron Whitmore, and that's it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna look straight. I guess I'll date Aaron Whitmore. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That's that's good. That'll look normal. Again, it is like when I was talking about how great Sean Stepos is at uh, being good looking. That's mm-hmm. what that is. <laughs> the Lita Luther special. Nothing in this world like those the stills I took of her face before she kisses James on Supergirl. They are hysterical. Um, That's Megan and Aaron. Uh, so so Aaron takes like a gun and wooden bullets, and he's he's off. He's on a mission. Then back at the Salvatore house, over black, we hear Catherine say, "So try not to be mad at me." <laughs> what she has done? <laughs> Jill, did you uh, do you have thoughts and feelings here? I sure did. Oh my god! <laughs> Would you like to explain Catherine and Caroline's plan to our dear listeners? They trapped her in there with him to get him quickly over his PTSD, <laughs> just real quick. <laughs> Un fucking real. Uh, so good. Stefan is like, let me the fuck out of here. I will kill her. Yeah, because she's human. So either he'll get over it or he'll plop her head off. So it's a win-win for her. Yes. And I know that not to be that person who looks at fiction and goes, oh, my God, that's me. But um, the everything Caroline is doing in this scene from outside of the coffin and being like, sorry, yeah, um, <laughs> I know, it's pretty bad, huh? Like, I I felt so seen. I felt, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. That's that's the vibe that I'm giving off all the time. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I am Caroline because instead of partaking in a threesome, I'm just like on the outside of two very hot people fucking. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I respect that. <laughs> It is so fucking funny. Like, Stefan is like, why the fuck would you risk your life? And she's like, because I'm dying already. Like, who cares? You're the one who wants to keep me alive. So just fucking don't kill me, all right? And she says, you're Stefan Salvatore. Suck it up. Call back. Yeah. Sexy. They're so hot. I'm gonna die. It's so crazy that I've seen <laughs> Nina and Paul kiss yes. so much, and I should be like inoculated to it. It should mean nothing to me, but instead, it means everything. It should mean nothing to Jill, considering how she feels about Stefan and Elena. Oh, I was ecstatic with the end <laughs> of this. I was. It was like I had never seen them kiss before. <laughs> uh, uh, my heart rate was like speeding. It was, feels like the first time, baby. Felt good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm uh-huh. so fucking happy. Nina. 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 <laughs> what? The, oh, my God. It's so much. Um, <laughs> back in the Augustine cell, again, Nina doing so much fucking work. Like, <laughs> there's no Jeremy. There's no Bonnie. There's no Matt. But Nina is playing two full characters with two full <laughs> stories. It's like original sin again, where Nina is doing so much. <laughs> Poor Nina, get Nina a lozenge. This season, she had to fucking yeah. work. Yeah, uh, yeah. No wonder uh, certain future events happen. Um, <laughs> so, 
like in the Augustine cell. Elena and Damon, they're they're hanging out. They're back to back in their cells. And Elena's like, Wes is going to come back down here and we'll both be new Augustine experiments. You have to tell me how you got out. And he's like, you don't want to know. And she goes, I'm not going to judge you. I love you. And these people tortured you for five years. Whatever you had to do, I don't care. I love it. Elena, keep in mind that you said this. (laughs) (laughs) No take backs. No take backs. So Elena's like, oh, so he's, so Damon goes, oh, fucking right. Like next year, parties in 1958. He's in the cage once more with Enzo, but Damon looks, you know, a little more with it. And Enzo looks significantly less with it. Enzo is barely there. He looks like he can barely stand. To quote um, Duncan Sheik, he is barely breathing. So true. Um, <laughs> Going on the playlist. But, yeah. I love it. Our playlist is great. Our, I feel like lately <laughs> so we've been good. adding some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> These past few episodes I've been like, yes, I get to add this. <laughs> Again, what a bo- uh, bops only. Um, all bangers. <laughs> like Camp Ken- Town Kendall- <laughs> Kendall Roy voice. I said all bangers. <laughs> all bangers all the time. Um, so Dr. Whitmore is like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's toast to the new year with a glass of vampire blood, huh? He let's have a Damon toast out. to the douchebags. <laughs> let's have a toast to the assholes. <laughs> so yes, Kanye is now in the playlist. Oh, Good. man. <laughs> as as always was necessary time to cancel Um, us time to cancel us uh so like damon pops the manacle off his wrist breaking his fingers and then they start to heal and he looks down at his hand and holds it up and waves it at dr whitmore and says now you see it and then (laughs) jams his hands into this bitch's eyes and destroys them yes i hot brave Beautiful. I was laughing so hard. I was screaming. Good for him. (laughs) Like, I I understand if people feel maybe, like, again, to talk about season four versus season five. I know for some logic, I I don't understand why some people might not like this season more than season four. It doesn't make sense to me. But I guess if you don't like this kind of shit, like, if this didn't make you laugh and scream and clap, then I guess you were unhappy this year of television i was the opposite i was like this is wild let's do it like let's just get bug nuts it's so much better than everyone being sad all the time yeah and and feeling like my stomach hurts every second and we you know we love an emo little bitch because we are are all emo little bitches but it's different (laughs) with season four that's just not good it's not digestible yeah, season four is your friends are bad. And I'm like, oh, they really are, aren't they? And season five's like, your friends are bad and they rock. And I'm like, yeah, they do. Pew, pew, pew. If we can't have Ketsia, this is good. Yeah, right? <laughs> pew, pew, pew. We are just shooting guns in the ceiling. We don't care. It's um, this. So this current season of Legends of Tomorrow um uh, Sarah and her girlfriend Ava have to pretend to be um, notorious bank robbers. And when they're doing their first bank robbery, <laughs> Ava just keeps shooting the ceiling. <laughs> That's part of it. And like, why does she keep shooting the ceiling? It's like, she hates ceilings, I guess. It's very cute to me. <laughs> 
Uh, and then they have to explain to everyone that they're not sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Hot. Okay, bandit girlfriends we love. Um, so then uh, Damon, like, knocks over a candelabra and a huge fire starts. He runs around killing everybody. Enzo's like, hey, Damon, you have to get me out of this fucking cage because this place is going to burn the fuck down. Yeah, he could have let um, Enzo kill some people so he could, you know, get some blood in him. Would have been nice. Uh, so he runs over to Enzo and is like, cool, I'm going to let you out. Uh, the the bars of the cage have vein all over them. So, like, he, they cannot pull them apart. It Like, it hurts too much to hold on to. Now we're in trouble. So Damon, in the present day, explains to Elena, Enzo trusted me with his life. The fire was getting out of control. Then I would have burnt up or they would have captured me again. There was no way I would have gotten another chance at escaping. So I chose to save myself. No. <laughs> so at the party, we see like we see Damon give up and he just kind of starts backing away. And Enzo's like, no, no, no. Like, Damon, don't. And he says, like, I'm sorry. And he leaves as like Enzo like screams in agony. Mm. Yeah. He yeah, he turns it off. And Enzo can like see it happening. He's like, no, don't like Enzo's eyes. As yeah. Damon's turning it off, he is so heartbroken. It's really this is fucked great up too. To watch. With like, because this is the first time I'm meeting this man, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 I have no connection to him, and I did not want this to happen. Yeah, right. Like that's so good. Like I, you see a lot of characters on the show go through a lot of shit, and sometimes you know you're like, eh, whatever, I don't care. Aaron Whitmore. Uh, Aaron Whitmore. <laughs> <laughs> Enzo, I think you care right away. He's such a sweetie. He loves Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. He has a cool voice. Yeah. And I love what Damon says. He says, if I was going to save myself, I had to stop caring about Enzo. So, like, the idea that he knew he could not walk away with his humanity on, like, that he wasn't capable of leaving, like, him behind unless he had no feelings, um, that's that's a strong bond. Th- that those are those are boys. Those That's are a brothers bond, which I am drinking right now. Actually, oh yeah, hey. I was say, those are those are boyfriends, baby. <laughs> you drinking it neat? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I had to mix some shit in. I'm not <laughs> taking big old sips of it. Neat. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, please bond responsibly. Um, then there is a brothers bond poster outside my liquor store. <gasps> oh my god, they're, I love they're it. They're making it. They're making yeah. it big, baby. I'm so proud of them. The it's really good. These boys from their humble beginnings. <laughs> from their humble beginnings as millionaires. <laughs> you know, Ian's humble beginning as a male model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Again, both of these men have more money than I'll ever touch. But <laughs> I- Ian Summerholder's small-time beginnings as the boyfriend of Nikki Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Has... He met he has met Kathy Hilton then, right? Oh, of course. <gasps> you guys, have you watched have you seen any clips of Kathy Hilton on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this past year? She was absolutely bananas. I've she, nuts, no. She is a level of rich that like none of the women on this show are. So she just doesn't give a fuck and yes, doesn't seem to be Hilton. aware. Yeah, that like <laughs> cameras are on her. She doesn't care. She's just she brings a box fan with her everywhere they go. Morgan, she, did you f- forget or not realize how rich um the Hiltons must be? Because their last name is 
Hilton? Hilton? No, no, no. I remembered, but it's just about the disparity of seeing her with all the other very wealthy women on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's in this class of her own. And she's also so, she's just like wearing sweatpants on the show all the time while the other women are like in Gucci. And like, she'll wear like a t-shirt that says like, be nice. (laughs) And... (laughs) Next to like Lisa Rano is in like a Versace suit. Uh, and oh, face? Yeah, she fucking um there's a moment like she can't sleep, so she gets into Kyle's bed, who's her sister, yes, with I, her I, on a trip. And she just starts reading a full newspaper at two in the morning and drinking a Red Bull next to her. And like Kyle's like, you that has caffeine in it. And she's like, what? I've had like four of these. <laughs> like, Kathy <laughs> would love to see her and Mystery and have a chat. <laughs> that makes me very happy. But anyway, <laughs> obviously, exclusively talking about this episode. Um, so Enzo You ever think is- about how Nikki looks more like Kyle than she does Kathy? <laughs> I mean, they're a fam. They-, they all look like I see it now in all of them. Mm. Now that I'm... <laughs> overly familiar with the Richards family <laughs> thanks to watching so many years of their televised dysfunction <laughs> Morgan uh, there was a time you were not like this and I don't and I don't miss it I don't miss it one bit I, I this brain poisoning I've really enjoyed bravo <laughs> a plus so like he leaves Enzo and David explains to Elena, like, I left my friend to die. And like Enzo's just screaming and like behind him and is like, please don't leave me, please, please. And Damon shuts the door uh, on the burning building and just goes. Uh, and then he says, and after that, everything was fine. And Elena just mm-hmm. stares at him. Mm-hmm. Everything <laughs> was fine. And that's very fucked up. And then he uh, fucked Lexi. <laughs> Yeah, and then he finds Lexi <laughs> back into having feelings again. And you know what? A good way to have feelings once more. <laughs> uh, then at the Salvatore house, again, Caroline, outside the safe. How's it going in there? <laughs> it was like it was filmed for COVID. It was. <laughs> it truly was. It truly was. Um, so <laughs> I just can't. So Stefan is in the safe. And he's like, I feel, feel like I'm dying. (laughs) Amazing. Catherine's like, I've been using a lot of this time to think. And you know what? Like, about this doppelganger prophecy, like, I think you're still in love with Elena. You're miserable. She chose Damon over you. And you want to get out of this one horse town and as far away from their happiness as possible. And yet somehow you keep finding excuses to stay in Mystic Falls. And I'm the latest excuse. Stefan is like, I'm going to kill you and grabs her by the throat. She does not care. No one cares. None of us care. She says her reaction to being choked, you ask, let me read the line. Good, period. Yeah, period. Get it all out, Stefan. I think this is healthy. And then she gasps for air and she says, although, don't forget, you loved me before you hated me. <laughs> also, you are like Caroline and that you are reading every <laughs> period. <Yeah. laughs> it's important to do. <laughs> also, uh, Kathy is a good uh, therapist. She is. She's doing a good she job. She did a great job. This is immersion therapy right here. <laughs> 
I'm really proud. He's like, why did you have to have this conversation with me locked in a safe? And she's like, to show you the safe isn't the problem. The problem is you're not facing your real issues. Like the pain you felt here in the safe dying over and over again, it's easier to focus on than the heartbreak of Elena leaving you. Like you are not in touch with the reality of the moment. So let's bring you to the present. In this moment, are you going to feed on me or are you going to save my life? Um, There is so much like heavy breathing and throat touching and faces getting close in this scene. I thought I was going to fucking die. He ends up not killing her. (laughs) Their lips brush. They're so close. (laughs) And Caroline fucking cock blocks and opens the thing and is like, I'm sorry. It was quiet for way too long. I got nervous. (laughs) Caroline. You know what she wants you know to you're join. doing, Caroline. Yeah, she wants to join. <laughs> yeah. And she gives she gives Steve a little hug. Um, and uh, you know, but he's still looking at Kathy. Seems yeah, like something is. something is awakened. Yeah, he is. <laughs> There's like a, a threesome fan video between for them. <laughs> My God, yes, please. <laughs> Steve being locked in the in the safe. This better not awaken anything in me. Just so so much slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity is playing. I would watch the <laughs> fuck out of that video. Should I just make it? Please. <laughs> um. So then back in the Augustine cell, Aaron shows up and he's like, what the fuck is all of this? Oh, yeah, that guy still exists. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why are you demanding explanations from the people in cages? Like, <laughs> they, they are not the authority here, sir. Well, they're not people, Morgan. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. He's Aaron's like, I did not fucking know that Wes was doing this. I didn't know there was even a basement here. And Elena's like, just help us. And he's like, but I want to know the truth. Like, when you met me at Megan's memorial, you asked me all these questions. Um, he misfires the gun and Damon makes fun of him. And he's like, I haven't held a gun before. Like, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> what are you, a southerner? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. And he says, I never killed anyone either, like, unlike you guys. Aaron is like Cammy. He's actually new to Virginia. Yeah. He (laughs) says, he's like, Wes, like, said a vampire killed Megan. Like, was it you? And Elena's like, no. I, like, Megan was inside the house. I hadn't been invited in yet. And Aaron's like, Wes also said a vampire killed my parents. Maybe that's you too. And Elena's like, Aaron, that would be impossible. Like, she was a baby. (laughs) And Aaron's like, why are you so interested in me? Why do you want to pretend to be my friend? Uh, It's because you're a fucking vampire. And Damon says, not the one who killed your parents, though. That was all me. <laughs> Prank Sinatra. But it gets uh, better. It's <laughs> so good. Aaron says, what did you just say? And Elaine is like, Damon, what are you doing? And Damon says, in 1958, after the fire, Enzo was dead. So I had to take my revenge plan solo. So we get a moment of, in 1953, Damon and Enzo discussing... Uh, the revenge like David says after I've seen him like I'll take out the entire Augustine society I'll kill every member of the Whitmore family and Enzo's like boo do better and David says except one person I'll let that person grow up start a family then I'll start killing Whitmores again and then I'll take out the generation after that leaving only one person to carry on the name and then the one after that and he and Enzo are like yeah this is a good plan please bring five five Free spray my five. And then back to the present, Damon says, and that's exactly what I did. 
<laughs> yes. Aaron asks him how many Whitmores has he killed, and Damon says since 1958. I lost count, <laughs> and yet it still gets funnier. Because Elena says, when was the last one? And Damon does not reply. And she says, Damon, when was the last one? And Damon says, a few months ago, her name was Sarah. Had to go all the way to Charleston to find her. It was a weekend trip. You didn't know. (laughs) So, yeah, if you recall from the earlier of the episode, Naren was talking about his dead aunt Sarah. Whoops. <laughs> and Elena says, but we were together a few months ago. And Damon says, yeah, starting the summer of our lives. <laughs> Elena says, but I had no idea. And he says, told you it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Aaron pretty deservedly shoots Damon in the head. <laughs> the way Stefan tried to hide his worst parts from Elena so much. And he's like, don't, don't look at me. And Damon's like, well, I guess I'll tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> the way Damon's like, it uh, happens, you know? Stefan's like, this is my past. Damon's like, this is still my present, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not only is it my past, I'm still very much doing it. I just Bananas. love that he's not even gentle about it. He's just like, yeah, here we go. You asked. Now, now Jill, as a lover of bad boys, as a a villain fucker, what are your thoughts on this? I fucking loved this. This was excellent. Yeah, how are you feeling about Damon right now? Feeling good. I'm not not on uh, Damon and Elena. I'm not on board there yet. But Damon in this episode, yeah. Yeah. Good shit. He was right to do every single bit of it. I'm like very fine with it. <laughs> um, it look, I'm not, I'm not fine with it, but I do think it's funny. So it's like two things can be true. I don't think it was nice, but I do think it was funny. Yes. So then, at the Salvatore house, Caroline is alone. She's trying to get the safe out of there, and she's like, "Can someone please help? It's really heavy." But uh, no one helps because in another room. Uh, Stefan is burning the broken chair in the fireplace and he's like I'd already broken one of these no big deal and Catherine's like oh it's an ugly chair you're better off without it Um, they are looking at each other quite respectfully but maybe a little disrespectfully this whole part I was like I'm picking up on something and if they're not gonna deliver I'll be pissed yeah they it would have been so fucked up if they hadn't kissed. Yeah. Um, he's like, you're absolutely right. He's easier to focus on the physical pain than, you know, the breakup. I have to move on. And she's like, cool. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, to be honest with you, I never know exactly what you're doing, Catherine. And she goes, well, Stefan, sometimes I don't either. <laughs> and then uh, they are just kind of looking at each other and they're standing in front of each other and their faces are close and she kind of like puts her hand on his chest and she's like like right now um for example (laughs) and they just like they friggin kiss it was the best i died i screamed they're so hot (laughs) they're so hot this is what we deserve um they are i've been needing this Mm-hmm. I I needed I needed it. This episode, you know what? Take back what I said. Yeah. When you guys asked me about this episode, this is a good episode. <laughs> Yay! We did it. <laughs> I'm 
so proud. Um, they make <laughs> out and it is fucking hot as hell. We cut to Elena who's leaving. Uh, we, sorry, we cut to Caroline who's leaving Elena a voicemail. She's like, I'm going to stay at my mom's. Jesus. I'm feeling homesick. And then I what she hears them fucking like moaning and making out and she is like i have to go call me when you get there they are fucking at this point yeah they are i'm so happy which makes it count as a threesome uh that's official why didn't she join join that's the fanfic baby uh i don't know why she didn't join because life's unfair that's probably why she did. Because the CW's bunch of bitch asses, it would have happened on the WB. It would have happened on the WB. Look, I mean, the but my Gossip Girl had the greatest threesome of all time, the most erotic <laughs> pairing no, ever no. of <laughs> Vanessa Day. Oh, you're talking about two thousand sevens and Day. Oh my god. Remember when Hillary Duff fucked Vanessa and Dan? And then we were to believe that Dan spent the entire time he was like fucking the two of them, only paying attention to Vanessa. And I'm like, but Hillary Duff was there. I mean, just <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it, just because Or is ex just because Or here's the thing. Gorgeous. Hot. Don't disagree. Yeah. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I pay attention to both ladies. It's only polite. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean I that's that's just I I wasn't taught a lot about threesome etiquette when I was a debutante. Uh, I was taught a lot about a lot of other <laughs> kinds of etiquette, but I do think you should pay attention to both. I of have something terrible to say. Please is that Dan Humphrey was coming clean? <laughs> no, well, we don't know if he was at the time. I hope he was. Didn't he get an STD at one point? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't Dan get like an STD at some point on the show? Or did I, I make that remember up? That. <laughs> I can't remember. Obviously, we need to all rewatch Gossip Girl. Yep, I've been thinking done. about it. <laughs> it. It it feels so good. It goes down so smooth. <laughs> Again, there are things we should be doing instead of doing that, though. That's the thing. But like, I can't find the will to do any of those things. <laughs> but I can find the will to hit the play button on HBO Max. I want you to start watching Nip Tuck because I need your reactions to Nip Tuck, Morgan. I know I need to see Julian McMahon's ass. You will see it a I, lot. I can't, I'm like worried I'm gonna like combust. <laughs> but okay. And like every episode, so, you will see his ass. I can't. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna die. Um, then, uh, Wes and Aaron have their phone call and Wes is like, sorry, I had to find out this way. And Aaron's like, that I, oh, you're sorry that I had to find out this way. Yeah, like, he's still going off. Uh, and Wes is like, yeah, just go to school and, you know, live your life and shit. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. This is a phone, <laughs> the phone call. This is the, the also like, like it's in COVID scene. Yeah. It's very, the fact that Wes is like, look, oops, bye. Like, <laughs> Great job, buddy. Thanks so much for your help. Um, great guardianing. Then uh, we go back to uh, Damon. He wakes up in the cell. He's like, ah, I had that coming. Uh, Elena? Elena? And Elena's not in her cell. We see uh -oh. her. Uh, she's in the friggin' lab. Monster Mash is blasting. And this is like this is like a makeshift version of the lab because this isn't like the lab. This is a different lab. Yeah, this is like some kind of like basement that he's working in like secretively. And Elena's like, what the fuck is happening? And then there's someone strapped on the gurney next to her. And who is it? 
well. They're quite handsome. They have quite a distinct little voice. And they say, ah, What's his number? Welcome. I'm 12144. My name is Enzo. And Elena's like, Oh shit. And then <laughs> Enzo starts just singing to himself, just singing himself <laughs> a little tune because he's doing real great. And we end our episode. And it's just like, Oh, so are they fucked? Yeah, looks like they're fucked. And 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 Stefan has PTSD. No, Enzo has fucking PTSD. Oh god, yeah. Again, he was fucking, there for yeah. 10 years before Damon got there. Mhm. So, it so as of 1953, he had been there for 10 years and it is what? Like 2013. 2000 That's 60 years. That's a lot of years, you guys. Shove them in the box with Catherine. Yeah. yeah, Let Catherine fix it. I think (laughs) I do think. Let's let Catherine fix Enzo next. (laughs) Just shoving Catherine in safes with people to fix them. Maddie Blue, get in there. (laughs) Get in there. Matt would be like, you can't fix me. And she'd be like, but I can try. God, I love Maddie Blue. I missed him this app. But I honestly had a really good time watching this one with you guys. I thought it kind of ripped. Yeah. And so did Jill eventually. Yeah. Yeah, we got her there. Once we um, sat on it. Mm-hmm. You kind of get, yeah, I think a lot of these, sometimes these are thinkers. You know, when you reflect upon it, you're like, you know what? That actually was pretty good. Yeah. You know, like Miss Mystic Falls. Or mm-hmm. the yeah. end of the affair. Uh, when we See, revisit. We gotta give me some time. <laughs> you need, sometimes you need a minute to digest. Yeah. And I respect that. I would, um, I think, uh, quit the podcast if you were like, Steve and Kathy, not hot. I would also oh, quit the podcast. Fully yeah. they are my crushes this time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. They're all of our crushes, right? Like, I Yes, can't. but also Enzo. I know, but yeah, Enzo as well. I was like, I feel like it should be Enzo because it's his first episode. Because he is also so- Enzo saying Jaguar um, and them in the safe. Like, he- yeah, him choking her in the safe. How how yeah. how do how are we to go on? Kathy how and Steve. Kathy is the sexy choice for me. Uh, Enzo's the for sweet me. choice. <laughs> um. Jill, do you now? I, a, a staple of our show is kind of that you tend to like rank the characters. Yes. Another staple of our show is when you guys don't know how to um, do plugs for our podcast. That's a grud, yeah, we're really getting there. Good part of it. Are we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it hasn't happened yet. You don't know. It's going to be different. Uh, Jill, <laughs> um, last rankings, you had six people. How many are we uh, dealing with this time around? We've got five. We've got five. I was All so right. close to saying it. six and adding in Aaron just <laughs> to get Latoya, but Chill. I won't Why do that. Why did you do this to me? What did I ever do to you? I just said I'm not going to do that, so I have five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my I'm, I was trying to look up uh, some of our show notes so that I could get all our plugs and I accidentally played our podcast. Okay, I was just making sure that like nothing was bleeding through. I'm like, oh, fuck. No, you're good. I friggin' got our socials. <laughs> uh huh. We'll see. Jill, who is number five? Number five is was it one two one four four? I think so. Yes. 
It's Enzo himself. It's Enzo. Yeah. Woo! Making Enzo, his debut. Ranked in your first app, baby. Feels so good. What an accomplishment mm-hmm. for him. Not everyone. Not Number four. Everyone. Number four is Damon. <gasps> oh my god! I'm surprised the lads are so low. Honestly, actually, but uh, then I also know guess who the top three is. <laughs> exactly, they know who the top three are. <laughs> I would like to say that Damon was also ranked last time. He was number five last time. That's so he's, right. he's on the yeah, rise. He went up. Good for Damon. Okay. Everything's coming up, Damon. The lads are only low <laughs> because of who the top three obviously are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we've three? got three is Stefan. Hell yes. Two is Caroline. Hell mm-hmm. yes. And three is Kathy. You mean one is Kathy. One. Yeah, one, one is Kathy. Kathy was one last week. She is holding fucking strong. Kathy. Caroline, number two last week, still holding strong. And Steve was number four. He has jumped up. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Kathy is still living. And while she's living, she's going to be number one, baby. Yeah, baby. She is so great. I love her. She's the fucking best. Again, Nina. 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 Nina, we love you. Come on the pod. <laughs> Nina, are you going to be on Stranger Things? Is that is that a thing now? Yeah, it seems like you might be. That cool. <laughs> I won't be watching, but good for yeah, you. Yeah, nor will I. <laughs> you guys don't watch Stranger Things? I watched the first season. That was good enough. That was derivative okay. enough. That's a good answer. <laughs> I watched until Barb died, and I was like, "That's what everybody was like losing their." Sh-. I was like, "There's nothing there, gang." Like. That there's nothing there other than some good costuming. The like, show's not about Winona, so why mm-hmm. would I want to watch? Mm-hmm. For Steve Harrington, he's cutie, but he's but not I, Winona Ryder. He is. He, he does is have that not, thing where he's yeah. not Winona Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> See, I have this thing where if people point. aren't Winona Ryder, why would I care? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Why know forever the best thing Johnny Depp's ever given us? <laughs> Um, now on that note, if you would like to follow us on social media, you could do so on Twitter at Amp Diaries Pod. You could follow us on Instagram at Empire Diaries Pod. And you could email us at EmpireDiariesPod at gmail.com. You can visit us on Patreon, uh, where we have a book club and we cover legacies, um, or we once did, and I can't <laughs> stop for a minute, but we will this season, be. from what I've seen, is good-ish. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. I'm excited to talk more about it. Obviously, I skipped some episodes, but the last episode I saw was very, very good, and it introduces a character from the originals you did not know, so I yeah. can explain this character to you. She seems batshit, so I love her. She is, and I mean, I don't know, does anyone watch CBS's Clarice? No, was she CBS Clarice? She is Clarice. She is taking time off from being Clarice to be back on this show. Clarice, thank you. <laughs> thank you for blessing <laughs> us through presence. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually having a lot of fun. And I'm honestly, seeing a very batshit originals character made me be like, oh, great. So, like, there'll be a character on the originals that I don't, that's new to the originals that it doesn't make me want to go to sleep. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, also watch Josh on Yellow Jackets, everybody. Um, watch Josh suffer on watch- Yellow Jackets. 
He's so good. I would like to plug the show Yellow Jacket. Um, if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do so uh, uh, at Lorgan Mudich, wherever you like. Uh, Jill, where can the people find you? I am on Twitter at Jillbo Baggins. Two I's instead of two L's. Hell yeah. Latoya, where can the people find you and should they? Please don't. I just want to sleep. That's fair. Online yeah. is bad. <laughs> Online is bad. And we can all agree it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that said, we just want to wish you um, many happy tidings from Whitmore College, a great place <laughs> that's never done anything wrong. <laughs> Hashtag free Aaron. Hashtag free Aaron. <laughs> Please get out there. Post hashtag free Aaron. We're going to get him <laughs> safe. <laughs> so I'm in the market for either quitting this podcast or getting two um, new podcast co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever is easier, basically. Look, Latoya doesn't believe that Aaron should be freed, but we do. So <laughs> all eyes on Aaron in the center of the ring, just like a circus. So true. Yes. I get to add that to the playlist. Yes. Oh, my God. There's only two types of people in the world. The ones who are Aaron. To entertain. Oh. No. And the ones who are Dr. Westmacfield. <laughs> oh, God. God, which people are we? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you guys are Dr. Westmacfield, you chaos monsters. Woo. I'm Aaron. I'm... Um, a plastic bag. I am trash. <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep Aww. talking to you. <laughs> no, I love, I love you both deeply. I love and so deeply. I can't believe we're we're entering a new era. Finally, let's fucking go. I can't wait. Bring it on. And so can't and wait for Death Watch. And so and so. Bye. 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 Bye.